Welcome to PTSD TV. Today is Wednesday, which is our PTSD recovery workshop. And today we're going to be talking about setting boundaries and speaking up. So a mm -hmm. big topic we're going to be diving into today. So today's episode of PTSD TV is sponsored by Broken to Unbreakable, which is my PTSD and CPTSD recovery program. So I work with people all over the world to help them recover from PTSD and CPTSD. And that kind of leads me, for those of you who don't know, my name's Kayleen. I'm a PTSD and CPTSD recovery coach. So I struggled with CPTSD for over 15 years and now no longer do. And we're here to kind of spread the belief and tell you that it is possible to heal. One of the biggest myths out there is that you can't heal from PTSD. It's impossible. You have to live with it forever. It's simply not true. Mm -hmm. So we're here to give you some hope, some love, some suggestions, and uh, a guiding hand. And this lovely man to my right is brad shipke i am her significant other and i am very excited today to talk about setting boundaries and speaking up how to set boundaries and how to speak up when you need to because that's a big issue that's that a big a thing big yeah issue. And if you can't do that you're gonna be stuck and i felt that way for a lot of my life and Brad had PTSD TV. Nope. Had, <laughs> Brad had PTSD as well. Yes, I did. And um, yeah. he was there kind of through every step of the way for me and for the recovery process. So mm -hmm. he got to kind of see the thick of it. And the reason that we do the PTSD TV is because, um, again, we want to tell you that, you know, it's okay where you're at, but there is a path to healing and you can heal and you can do it. Yeah. So that's yeah. why we dive into these topics. And Wednesday, our PTSD recovery workshop is awesome. Yeah. So what we're going to be talking about today is setting boundaries and speaking up. Mm -hmm. Kay's having one of those days that... One, she's got the giggles. I got the giggles. <laughs> I got the tireds. Um, so today we're going to be talking about discovering what you want, mm -hmm. how to say no, and why being selfish is actually a good thing. So mm -hmm. some of these topics we've you know kind of touched on before but we'll dive a little bit deeper in yeah and this is kind of our theme for the week with some more tactics because this one is really good because like so often we just like keep putting ourselves in front of these bad things over and over and over and we might think they're good for us but deep down we know that they're really really not so really we're going to talk about how to set those boundaries how to stop doing those things that you don't really want to do or all those things that don't make you feel good right how to speak up for yourself how to get what you want how to do what you want what's best for you right and then we'll dive into why that is actually the best thing for everybody, right? Yeah. But let's first talk about why setting boundaries is important, right? So, like, why is that so important to set boundaries and to speak up for yourself? The, I, I mean, there's so many reasons, right? So, just like, just as, as a general statement, right? Like, you're an individual, right? And as an individual, you have individual wants and individual needs. Mm -hmm. um, but most importantly, you have individual respect. So, you as a human which likely you are, um, you know, deserve respect at the highest level. And so with respect comes kind of boundaries around that, right? Mm -hmm. So things that when someone crosses a boundary, it's usually a boundary of disrespect, right? And it might not be their fault necessarily, but right. we need to be clear on what we want and what we don't want in order to be respected at the highest level. Right. And it's not about being mean or being a jerk to other people. It's about having a health, healthy, like self-respect, right? That's what it's like. That's the baseline. It's like it you is. want to respect yourself at the end of the day. And like so often we just let ourselves get walked over and like it could be, you know, abusive people or just like anything negative in your life. You just let happen and let into your life. And when that really happens, it just it's like a like you're not respecting yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. On the level that you should be. You're not appreciating yourself for the person who you are like and you're a great person. Right. And you deserve to get 
all these good things coming to you, but so often we let those things, we don't set those boundaries first of all. Right. Mm -hmm. So we don't, we don't, we don't even know what those boundaries are. Yeah. And then, um, since we don't know what they are, they're constantly getting, um, we're constantly allowing people and things to cross them and hurt us. Right. And she's giggling at me for, uh, reasons I don't know, but, um, I think that segues perfectly because like into, into our first point, which is discover what you want. Right. And what you want are your boundaries. Right. So that kind of defines your boundaries. What do you want out of life? What do you accept? What do you not accept out of your life or out of people, out of inputs, out of anything that you put yourself in front of, right? I love the term uh, like refuse to accept because I think that's a really strong term. It has a lot of power behind it. And discovering what you want is all about little tiny things and big things too, right? So like yesterday I talked about banana pancakes versus... Chocolate chip chocolate pancakes. Chip pancakes, right? And so that's a little tiny moment. And like in the grand scheme of things, does that matter at all? Absolutely not. No. But but that little matter moments, that little moment matters mm-hmm. when you are trying to work on this kind of topic here, right? So when you're trying to set your boundaries, when you're trying to say, what do I want? What you need to ask yourself at every single juncture, at every moment is, what do I want? So mm-hmm. when Brad's like, hey, Kay, you know, I'm making pancakes this morning. Do you want chocolate chip or <clears throat> banana pancakes? And I have to sit and actively ask myself, okay, what do I want? Right. And like right. picture yourself with either result. You know, if I had a banana pancake in my hands, I'd be happy. If I had a chocolate chip pancake in my hands, I'd be excited. I don't know. Whatever yeah, but- it is. But asking yourself what you want is the most important part there. And then making a decision, right? Right. And right. so it doesn't it doesn't really matter. I don't I don't care what Brad wants. No. Right. No. Because he's going to make what he wants anyway. So if right, I say, hey, right. I want chocolate chip pancakes, he might be like, oh, great. Me, too. Yeah. It's about making those little decisions now for what you want um, to kind of build that muscle so you can make the big decisions, the hard decisions later. So it's like part of it's about building the muscle. And part of it is, is you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. everything. Right. Right. So like if you can't take control of these little moments, it's going to be that much harder or impossible to take control of these, you know, hard moments. Like if like an abusive person comes into your life, right. right. To be like, no, man, I'm not accepting that. I don't it's going to be that much that. harder. Right. Or if someone's like talking negatively and like you don't want to be there, it's going to be harder to, you know, tell them what you want, you know, and to set those boundaries for yourself. So like it may seem unimportant to you, but like how you do one thing is how you do everything. So you want to start Start small, right? Look at those small decisions or where you're not making decisions, right? Right. A big, um, I guess, kind of cloaked thief in this area is saying, I don't know or I don't care. Like, I don't have a preference. Yeah, yeah. And this is something that was huge for me because, like, I genuinely, like, don't really care for food, right? I'm not a foodie. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be fine with chocolate chip. I'd be fine with banana. Like, I, it doesn't it doesn't affect my life that much. And I don't care that much. Right, but right. It is important that I make each an individual decision in those areas because of the bigger picture. Right. right. So really, I don't care. I'd be fine with banana pancakes. I'd be fine with strawberry pancakes. Like, I, I really don't care. But I have to make that decision again for me. And it's not unwillingness to compromise. Because mm-hmm. if I was like, I want waffles. And Brad was like, I really don't want to make waffles. But I want to make chocolate chip pancakes. I'd be like, great. Great. But I made the decision. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what's important to say. You spoke I want up waffles. for yourself. Right. And you I said something. 
And each time you do that, you add strength and you add power to yourself, to your voice, to your life. And you, you strengthen that boundary of like respect and self-respect and saying, I want waffles. Right. And it sounds so weird, right. To to make all these (laughs) little decisions, but really wants waffles. I want waffles, (laughs) but have, I don't know. Like when you say it in your mind or out loud, or I don't care, the indicators to yourself be like oh that's a moment where i'm not making a decision right that's a moment where i need to pick a side right and get out of the middle so have those be those indicators when you say i don't know or i don't care that's what we try to catch ourselves with too it's like what do you really want right because then in those moments you don't know what you want or you're not taking a stance on what you want so when you say i don't know or i don't care it just means you're not you're like you don't know what you want Right. And that's what right. we're talking about. Discover what you want so you can set those boundaries Even so you can discover what you want out of what life. You really want. Yeah. And it comes down to everything. Like I said, if you're going to like if you can't make this small decision, it's going to be that much harder to make that big decision. Right. When like it really, really matters in your life. And I want to segue into something again, why setting these boundaries are so important. And it goes back to um, this. I guess it's a saying it's Geigo, G-I-G-O. Geigo, garbage in, garbage out, right? So if you don't protect yourself with these boundaries, if you let garbage in, you're going to get garbage out. You're going to have a garbage life, Mm -hmm. right? So that's just something that I just thought of that, like, that's another reason why this is so important to set these boundaries. Because, like, you are pretty much just a a sum of all the inputs into your life. So Mm -hmm. if you have bad inputs, if you have garbage, you're going to have a garbage life. You know, if you have good inputs and you're surrounding yourself with, you know, positive people, reading positive books, um, eating good food, exercising, inputting your inputting good things into your life, you're going to have a good life. It's like it's that simple. Garbage in, garbage out. Good things in, good things out. It's really that simple. Cause and effect. Right. Yeah. And we talk about a lot of times like life is like a mirror. So if you want to be respected, you have to first respect yourself and respect others. Mm. So if you, you know, it's just, it's a mirror in every area, but I think that's kind of a good also kind of segue into this area is that, you know, you have to set boundaries for yourself and for your own self-respect before Mm -hmm. you can expect others to do the same and respect those boundaries. Right. You can't be like a hypocrite. Right. Right. Um, right. So you can't talk poorly to yourself and then expect someone to talk very highly of you. Right. So it it, it really is like a mirror. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people do is they make excuses or they say they complain about other people. Right. Um, And then nothing changes. Right. But like you have to make the change. That's the end of the end of the end of the discussion i don't know why i was gonna say that <laughs> end of discussion, end of discussion. <laughs> um, another kind of cloaked thief in this area right so saying i don't know or i don't care but another one i catch myself sometimes doing is saying like sure not saying yes not saying no saying like okay meaning like i guess so like if brad's like hey do you want to watch a jim carrey movie and i'm like sure or like, all right, but it's doing not what other a people want, right? Yes, right. So I'm letting him kind of guide my night, so I don't have to make any decisions. And that right. again is like, it's not always super obvious because like, it's just not obvious. So in those moments where I say sure or like okay or like I guess so or if you want, yeah. Um, if you want, that's a good. That's one. a good one, right? Yeah. And and it's important to like pretty much try to make it black and white to always be saying like yes, I want to do this. Or no, I don't want to do this, right? I prefer to do something different. And then finding out what it is that you want to do, right? That what it is that right, that other right. thing is. 
And it, it really does come down to every single moment mm-hmm. and every single shore and okay drives your life in a direction that you're not in control of. Right, right. That's the perfect thing because when you're saying shore, you're agreeing to things that you don't want to do. Or that you like you don't know what you want to do, but deep down you know you don't want to do. <laughs> and um, when you're doing what other people want to do, you're not doing what you want to do. And that's what we're talking about is right. what you want to do. And when you do say sure, when you do agree to things that you don't want to do, this segues into our perf- perfectly into our second point is it means you don't know how to say no mm-hmm. to things that you don't want to do. So like that's what we're going to talk about right now. Right. So how to say no. And this is like this is how you protect your boundaries. Right. This is how you like you protect your kingdom, man. You gotta say no to things that you don't want to do. You gotta say no to people. Right. You gotta say no to like bad people, bad inputs. Right. So what are some things that we, we want to say no to? Um, any like kind of bad urges or addictions, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. this could be food. I have to say no to food 24, seven, 365, every second of every day. I would just want to go grab some food, shove it in my mouth, eat it. Got to say no to <laughs> bad inputs like TV, TV shows, like the walking dead. I got to say no to the walking dead. That's a bad input. That's a bad input. I got to say no to negative people. Be like, no, nah, man, I don't, I don't talk like that, man. I don't want that in my life. Uh, you have to say no to all of those bad inputs, yeah. right? And one, a lot of them that are not so obvious, right, are like negative thoughts, right? So you have to say no to your yeah, negative thoughts and your yeah. kind of negative mental urges, right? So when you're aware, of course, always like the first step is that awareness, right? When you're aware, like, okay, uh, whatever, I got up late and now I'm having these negative thoughts and when you become aware of the negative thoughts and you know that those negative thoughts are going to lead you down a spiral or a cycle where it might be binge eating or binge TV or even just like a negative sort of day where you're complaining and kind of frustrated, Mm -hmm. you have to say no to those, right? And you can say no to yourself. And again, there's a lot of kind of things that go into that, but ultimately anything that's a poor input, including your thoughts, especially your thoughts, especially mental things. Yeah. You have to, have to, have to say no to, especially urges. Urges is a good one because urges can like control your life. So whether that's food or. And they're usually chained to other urges too, right? So that you give into one urge, the first urge, which is like, oh, I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to overeat at breakfast and maybe grab a donut or something. And then you're like, oh, okay, I'll, you know, maybe I'll go a little late to work and then maybe I'll like just binge watch the rest of my night what the hell you know right, my day's already shot right. i already messed up might as well just keep going mm-hmm. um so you have to say no to throwing it all away and that is the the what the hell effect is something that we yeah, talk about yeah so like say you're on a diet and you go to a party and you're like okay i'm not gonna eat anything at this party because i ate before right i'm only right. here for two hours i'm not gonna snack i'm not gonna have any hors d'oeuvres or anything and you have like one potato chip and you're like, oh, I fell off the wagon. Well, what the hell? I might as well eat everything, right? And so that is a trap that people fall into. Right. And we've all fallen into, right? But instead of saying, ah, what the hell? Like, I'm just going to eat for the rest of the day. You have to say, okay, I made a mistake. And that mistake is now in the past and I'm moving on, right? right? So you're saying no to just throwing everything away, which right. is really powerful and really important. And again, ties back into that self-respect. Yeah, and yeah. just, I mean, respecting yourself. Right, right. Is, is the most important thing. And it's, it's, I think it's one of the hardest things to do to say no to yourself, to say no yeah. to all the things that you want to do, to have that self-control and that yeah. self-discipline to it's say no to things. But you can, you can make the choice and you build that muscle. It's a muscle. 
right? You build it over time. Um, but something that is also hard, um, I don't believe it's as hard, but I think it has a lot more focus because a lot of, it's a lot more aware, but saying no to people, right? That, yeah. That's pretty hard. The that's pretty hard to say, to say no. Like, yeah. no, I don't want to watch a movie. No, I don't want to go to that party. No. No. I want to read a book, man. Right. <laughs> um, but let's talk about how. How do you say no? How do you actually make those hard decisions when you're in those moments, right? How do you, how do you, make, how do you say no to yourself and how do you say no to other people, right? How do you stand up for yourself? How do you speak up for yourself and set those boundaries? And this is what I want and say no. How do you do that? So there's something called pain and pleasure, right? Those mm-hmm. are obviously just words, but pain versus pleasure. And it's talked about highly in psychology. You'll hear Tony Robbins swear by it, um, literally kind of wrote the book on it. You'll see it come up time and time again once you become aware of it. And basically, we do things in life either to access pain, to get, sorry, to access pleasure or to avoid pain. So we're doing it because we want the pleasure of it or we're avoiding something painful. Mm-hmm. So that is the only, it's very primitive, right? It's the only reason that we do anything in life. So if I engage in Netflix, binge watching, right? And I want to go and watch The Office for days on end. I'm doing that because of the pleasure of it, right? So I'm saying, oh, well, it makes me laugh. It's fun. I don't have to do anything else, right? I can just sit and lay in my bed and I can just eat and whatever. And that's all the pleasure. Right, because you see the the instant pleasure. The instant gratification. But when I think about it, when I really sit down and I become aware, I say, okay, so what does this actually make me feel? So when Mm -hmm. I sit down for days on end and watch The Office and eat and lay in bed, how does that actually affect me? And I think about, okay, well, that's actually really painful because I'm missing time with my family. I'm missing work. I, you know, my body kind of starts to not feel so good. I start to have negative thoughts. I start to uh, really just beat myself up for doing it. And then I continue the cycle because it's a numbing cycle, right? Right, right? And so, but the pain and the pleasure is the same in that situation. So when I think nowadays, right, like I just want to sit in bed and watch Netflix all day, the pleasure of not having to do anything and sit in bed is still there. But the pain now that I'm aware of it is much stronger. And that she's, she's intentionally strengthened the pain, right? right? She's intentionally built up the pain. So I've gone out of my way to say, you know, binge watching Netflix will ruin my life because I'll miss moments with my family. And that is so much more painful. To I want to achieve my goals. I'll have terrible relationships, my health, everything in your life will suck. Everything. Yeah. So if you associate enough pain with anything, you're going to avoid it. Right. And right. It, it's something I use a huge, it's a really big topic, but that just kind of scratches the surface of just the gist of it. Right. Right. And so right. if you can think like food addiction, right. So saying like, I want this slice of cheesecake, right? Because it's going to, because I want it, right? Because it's good. It's sugary. It's my favorite flavor. I'm at a party. What the hell, right? And that is all the pleasure that I get from it. But you stop yourself just enough, just like 10 seconds. You stop yourself and think, you know, is this something that I really want? What is the pain associated with this? And you think about, you know, well, if I eat this cheesecake, I'm going to feel unfocused in a little bit right it's going to make me feel foggy and tired Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to get kind of cranky and then I'm going to lash out at the ones that I love even if it's not a big lash out I'm going to have a headache and I'm going to feel bad about myself and then I'm going to go and watch Netflix right and it it just leads you down the spiral on the cycle but 
the pain and the pleasure is always there. You just have to become aware of either side of it. Right, right. So you have like this habit or this action that you're trying to change, right? We'll, we'll say it's a bad habit that you're trying to change. You want to build the pain of participating in that habit. And you want to take the new habit and build all the pleasure in the new habit. So that way you're like, if I participate in this, I'll give you an example. So here, here's, here's one that may apply to, to some people that I think applies to a lot of people. Um, maybe not speaking up in a relationship that makes you feel bad or that's abusive or whatever. Right. So like in the past, like the pleasure, right. The pleasure of not speaking up is that you don't have to have conflict with somebody. You don't have to have a fight. You don't have to like, you know, you know, maybe get your like self-esteem hurt even more or whatever. Like you put Mm -hmm. yourself out there and then like you get hurt. Right. That's a big, Mm -hmm. like, that's a pleasure point. Right. Like I don't have to get hurt Mm -hmm. more than I am. I can just kind of like, you know, just like be in my head. So you want to like take that, but then look at the, what's the pain. Right. So like, if I don't stand up for myself, I'm not going to stand up for myself in the future. Right. I'm not like, if I don't stand up now, I'm not going to stand up ever. Right. Right. Because like, if nothing's going to change tomorrow, right. Tomorrow's just going to be now. I'm going to be the same person, actually a worse person tomorrow than I am today. So like, that's one, like my family, like everything's just going to suck. I'm going to like the rest of my day is going to suck. The rest of my life's going to suck. You have to build all the pain for not doing this thing and build all the pleasure for standing up for yourself and be like, I'll have increased confidence. I'll have a higher self-esteem. I'll like, you know, maybe I'll even like, I'll break off this relationship, whether it's a friend or something like I just won't hang out. I'll stand up for myself finally and I'll feel good about myself and I'll stop beating myself up, you know? And then you start building up the pleasure of doing that new activity. Right. 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 And make it extreme because extreme, like the the chain reaction and the ripple effect are like truly fully there. Mm -hmm. Right. So like, and I guess just one more like positive example after I explain this is like make it extreme to the point where like, you know, when we think of like, oh, we want to, I don't know, we want to like stay home and watch TV. Mm-hmm. Like when we have that thought or that kind of like, oh, let's, let's hang out on the couch all day and like watch TV. The thought now is like TV will ruin my life. Like ha- taking days off like mm-hmm. that and watching TV all day will ruin our life. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we've strengthened the pain so much. And because that chain reaction is so strong that we've we've been able to, I guess, kind of cut to the chase now and be like, right. nope, TV will ruin our life and our relationship and our family, right? And there's a lot of things to get to that. Right. But one last, I guess, kind of positive one, right? So like exercise. So I don't want to exercise this morning because I don't feel like getting out of bed. I don't feel like driving to the gym and I don't Damn have, sweaty. I don't have my sneakers, in my car. I don't know. Right. So like just kind of out of just like, uh, it's inconvenient, but the pain of not exercising today is, you know, lack of focus, lack of quality of sleep, lack of energy, you know, lack of self-confidence in that area. And so I think that's important too, is to realize that there are positive inputs that we avoid because we think they're painful, but really they're not. It's really way more painful to skip the gym, right? Because if I skip the gym, it will ruin my life, right? Yeah, and you yeah. really can get to that on, on yeah. all ends. If you skip the gym, you're not going to be as alert or focused or here or in the present moment um, as you could be. So like you're just, a, your, your existence is going to suck. There's no downside to exercise. You're going to live a shorter life. Mm-hmm. You're going to live a crappier existence. Maybe heart disease. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like when you really break it down and here's another um, good way to think about it is that short-term pleasure creates long-term pain, 
right? right. So right. short-term pleasure. And that's what most of us, most of us are living our lives, um, chasing that short-term pleasure. Mm-hmm. You know, those little moments that like, oh, we get a little, you know, hit of dopamine or like we watch Netflix or we get like that cheesecake or something. Mm-hmm. We get that short-term pleasure, but then that like destroys you in the long term, mm-hmm. right? And that sh- those short-term um, moments of pain create long-term um, pleasure. So like going to the gym, you know, for 30 minutes a day, you know, that's short-term pain, right? Like mm-hmm. if, if, if everybody could be like alert, focused, you know, on top of their game and jacked without going to the gym, I think everybody would do that. Right. But like that, the reality is you have to go to the gym to get all these benefits. So like you have to go through that short-term pain to get that long-term pleasure and have a great life and have a focused life and live longer and everything. Yeah. You have to like the short-term pain of, you know, I'll, I'll say this, like taking a training from Kayleen, right? I have to sit down and like facing your past. That's going to, that's hard, you know, like to mm-hmm. like go through those moments and to like face, face your past, the PTSD. That's hard. Yeah. That's short-term pain. But man, like we talk about this all the time. Like those moments we've, we've, we've gone so far on this. Cause like we've gone through like our own PTSD journeys on our own. And like, when, like you need to know the right process, but like facing your past is like an immense, immense amount of pain. But like we've, we've learned to put so much pleasure to that short-term pain. We're like, yes, give me that pain. Because mm-hmm. once I get that pain, once I process that pain, it's gone for forever, forever, for the rest of my life, you know? So like, those are the moments, right? You got to build the pain and the pleasure because so many people, they're too afraid. They're too afraid to face those, the pain in their past and they never process it. So they, they go for the short-term pleasure. I'm going to numb, right? I'm going to numb this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to run away from this from now, which is, which is the short-term pleasure instead of looking at it in the eyes and facing it, obviously again, with the right process to heal yourself for good, you know? But like, you don't know that we didn't know that starting out. And that's like why we're telling you this right now is that like those short, short term moments of pain give you long term moments of pleasure. So that is, that's huge. That's how you say no to things. That's how you change your life. That's how you do the actions that you want to take that you you haven't been taking. Mm -hmm. You're like for years, maybe like, Oh, I should have been doing this. I should have been doing this. I should, I should have, you know, taken Kayleen's webinar, you know, six months ago, but I've been putting it off and putting it off. But then you have to ask yourself, what is the, what is the pain that I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding right now? And what is the pain of me not doing this, right? Yeah. And what's the pleasure, the long-term pleasure of doing this? Yeah, and you got to think big picture. Overcoming this. You got to think, yeah, long-term, right? Yeah. And on that note, right, a lot of people say coping is the path to healing, and that is simply not true. We know that right, right now. and Because um, coping is that short-term pleasure, right? That's right. You get that short-term, like, relief. You're like, okay, I'm, I'm okay for now. I'm okay for now, and that's all you'll ever be is okay for now. It'll always come back right. if, unless you move on and process it right now this is one of those episodes where we give you a hug and a kick in the butt at the same time yeah so it all does come from a place of love and acceptance and understanding and non-judgment and all of those things it really does come out of love but a lot of the stuff you know can be it can be tough to to hear yeah right and on to like that last point right why being selfish is actually a good thing and that just kind of leads back into like I sent an email yesterday that basically said like it was that was almost a straight up kick in the butt. But um, you are at the core of everything. Right. So you have PTSD and there is a path to healing. And ultimately, 
if you're not taking action, you're not taking care of yourself, right? So it goes again, back ties back into that self-respect where you need to heal that piece first. So your PTSD is affecting your relationships, your finances, your work life, your career, your family, your even your relationships with your dogs. Like it's affecting Everything. every single yeah. area of your life. And so it really is at the core. And so you need to be taking action, right? You have to take care of yourself because there are ways to take care of yourself and there is a path to heal and to heal that core. And if you heal that core, the relationships are going to get better. The work's going to get better. Your career is going to get better. Every single area is going to get so much better because a lot of people, they come to me and they say, you know, hey, Keeneen, like um, I have PTSD and my spouse and I are going through this and th- these are our issues and, and you know, it's, it, that, that's like a surface problem, right? It's not about your relationship. No. <laughs> yeah, your relationship is struggling, but that's not what we're going to be solving, right? right we right. need to solve the core issue, right? So when you, I don't know, like you have to get down to the roots. Yeah, yeah. And the roots are so, so deep and so yeah. strong for a lot of you. And they, again, they affect every single area. And right. the roots are what make a tree, like strong. Like trees are huge. <laughs> have you right, ever looked at right. a tree, like really looked at a tree? They're <laughs> huge, right? And they stand straight up. They don't have any supports but those roots. But the roots are underground, right? So we need to get to the core of everything. And that is ultimately PTSD. And that's why we do what we do now, because we saw our relationship completely, completely fall apart. I mean, we lived it, right? It, it really, really hurt. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, we saw our careers fall apart, right? We saw our friendships, our relationship with our families. Right. So it was a really, really hard journey. And the only way that we were able to heal was to become selfish. Right, and right. to say, okay, I need to take care of me, right? Kay, you need to take care of Kay. And Brad, you need to take care of Brad. And once you take care of yourself, then and only then, you can come together and figure the other stuff out. And right. that it's going to work itself out way, way easier. Right, right. You don't, have, you don't have relationship problems. You have a PTSD problem, right? You don't have health problems. You're not overweight. You have a PTSD problem, right? Right. You don't have financial problems. You have a PTSD problem, right? Right. So all these things in your life, like you don't have all these problems. Like these are just the causes of the, um, I mean, that's not the central cause. The central cause is your PTSD. Right. Right. So you don't have all these problems. And that's what everybody tries to fix. Like, oh, I'm trying to fix my relationship. This is what we did. Try to fix my relationship. I try to fix my health. I try to get, I do better in my job. You know, I try to do all these things that, you know, are really just external problems that could all be solved by your PTSD because it all stems from your PTSD. You know, mm-hmm. every, like, I, I I feel like I'm going to say like I'm, I'm going out on a limb, but like I don't think I'm really going out on a limb that pretty much all your problems are stemming from PTSD or things that you haven't dealt with in your past, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. which is just basically a lesser version of PTSD. Right. But, um, that, I, that that like that's something that like I never understood. It's like I'm always oh I'm trying to calm my anxiety or I have like all this crazy social anxiety. I need to fix this social anxiety. And it's like no, you need to fix your PTSD. Right. You know, because yeah. when you have PTSD, you're gonna be calm. You're gonna be calm in these social situations. Yeah. And like we would always try to have more and more, um, you know, conversations with each other and like try to like fix stuff, like be better for each other and stuff. But really, it's like at the core, it was the PTSD in each of us. Right. Right. And right. then we were able to come together. And show each other love at the highest level, right? And that's when we were really, we were, we were like, 
we were like button heads like crazy, you know, until we really fixed the core of us, of ourselves. So that is your number one priority in life is PTSD because you don't have all these problems. You have a PTSD problem. Yeah. You have a PTSD problem. That's it. That, I mean, maybe that's harsh for you guys to hear, but like, that's the problem. That's the center of everything. Everything that's going wrong in your life is because of PTSD. And maybe you knew that, but maybe you're not giving enough attention to it. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yesterday also, actually, maybe it was the day before yesterday, sent out a, um, a video that I'll try to remember to link below this video of a student of mine who kind of, without knowing it, explained that exact concept of... You know, I'm in the program, and she's doing so, so well. She's crushing absolutely it. crushing it. Crushing it. And she's someone who works really fast, right? Not everyone works as fast as she does, but she works really fast. And she works really hard. And she made the video, and she was just saying all of these things that have changed since she enrolled in the program and since we began working together. And one of them was she lost, like, 20 pounds. Yeah. And one of them, I don't know if it was finances, but, like, her self-esteem, her self-worth. Um, she got out of an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. right? She's able to go out without um, the social anxiety, right? So right. she's able to go into the city yeah. and not feel socially Overcome her agoraphobia. Yeah. Agoraphobia, that's right. Yeah. And she stopped self-harming herself, Uh-huh. right? Right, oh, so geez, she brought herself huge. this unconditional love. Yeah. And so now, again, without realizing it, she just explained that exact concept that once you heal the core, all of these areas get better, right? So she didn't have necessarily like a weight problem. She didn't have agoraphobia. She didn't have, you know, a, a self-love problem. It was PTSD at the core. And all of these things got better with it, mm-hmm. right? So it, it, it's truly amazing. And I'll try to link it below and watch it. And she's she's amazing. She's yeah. amazing. But does a really good job of inadvertently explaining that exact concept. And, you know, ultimately... What you have to do is, in our action for today, is, you know, you have to ask yourself what you want. And so do you want to live this life where you're coping and numbing and running? And, like, for me, it was alcohol, like, big time. Alcohol, TV, once I logged into my friend's Netflix, <laughs> it was all over, right? So do you want to live this life? And that's something I had to ask myself at one of, like, my lowest moments is, you know, in 10, 15, 20 years – do I want to be living this life now? Because if I don't change something, this is the life I'm going to be living. Like, do I want to raise kids like this? Mm-hmm. And that was something I asked myself and it was like, um, holy cow. Uh, no. <laughs> right. And so, nope. but it does come down to every little single decision, right? You have to strengthen that yeah. muscle. What do you want? Right. You want to heal your PTSD, little bit of a bigger decision than do you want chocolate chip or banana? But it comes down to each and every moment. Do you want to watch a Jim Carrey movie? Yes, I do. Do you want to, make banana waffles no i don't right (laughs) so you have to really truly bring that into your life right so ask yourself with every decision you make today every time you say i don't know or i don't care or sure or okay if you don't say yes or no ask yourself what do i want literally stop pause take five seconds and say what do i want right right and just make a decision Right. If you make if you a decision and commit can't to decide, it, if I literally can't decide on banana or chocolate chip pancakes, just make a decision. I'm going to say, OK, chocolate chip. Right. right. I, I don't know. Just a chocolate Check. chip. Yeah. Right. So make 
the decisions. Ask yourself constantly, what do you want? Yeah, and, and commit to them. at every moment, remember that pain and pleasure, but really commit to your decisions. And that decision muscle is going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Yeah. And then you're going to be, you're going to be able to make the bigger decisions, mm-hmm. right? Like, do I want to live like this forever? No. Okay. I'm reaching out. I need help. Right. Right. I want to work with Kay. Right. Right. Awesome stuff. It's awesome. Yeah. It's perfect. And, um, it, that really comes down to like the pain and pleasure as well. And, um, I think we'll kind of wrap it up here. Yeah. If you're ready. But, um, like I was saying before, Kayleen is running. Kayleen is like, we're always reaching out a hand and like the results that, um, the, the, um, the woman that we were talking about before, one of Kayleen's clients, um, are incredible. And like, I, I personally believe that anybody can have those same transformations in Mm -hmm. the short amount of period of time that she made them in, which was six weeks for her was six weeks for six weeks. She completely transformed her life in six weeks. Right. And I personally believe that that is possible for anybody who's willing to work hard enough and do whatever it takes, you know, and follow the right path and commit and to do it. the right things and commit to themselves and their family and their loved ones and everybody. Right. Cause when you're better, everything's better. And like Kayleen is running a, that the free webinar, she's reaching out that hand, right. To, to, to show you exactly how, um, uh, Jenny, this was, that was her name. Jenny mm-hmm. did this. She, she made this transformation. So like go sign up for that webinar. We're, we're going to put a link below, sign up for the, that webinar, make a decision right now to, to do, to do it. Um, and commit by registering and picking a time and like do that right now. Like make that decision, make this yeah. your first decision that you make. And what do you want? Right. And then show or up. say no to us, but like make a decision, mm-hmm. say yes. Yeah. Do I want this? Do I want to learn more from Kayleen or do I not? And make that decision for yourself. Um, but like, honestly, it'll change your life. And I, again, I really believe that everybody can make a transformation just like Jenny in that same amount of time. And yeah. obviously like she's, um, putting a ton of work mm-hmm, ton. to make that, that transformation. But I believe it's possible. It's for no small deal, but it is possible. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So some final words. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. If you like what we have to say, like, share, subscribe, love us or hate us, make sure you rate us. <laughs> um, rating us helps us reach more people. So if you want to, if you're someone like I am and like I was, just like, yeah, I have this big, giant, big old heart and I want to help as many people as possible and I want to reach as many people as possible. So if you're feeling that way, um, definitely give it a share. If you rate it, it, it'll, I think, organically reach more people on the podcast and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you want to help others, if you found help from this or from any sort of episode or anything like that, definitely rate it, share it. You don't have to write anything, but you can write something if you want. If you have any questions, reach out to me via email. I'll put the email below. I'll put Jenny's um, video below, the link to register for the webinar below. And if you're on YouTube, double subscribe. You have to subscribe and then hit the little notification bell. Mm -hmm. So you get reminded that we do them. Today is our Wednesday PTSD recovery workshop. Thursday is PTSD and relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, Friday is our Q&A. Monday is motivation. And Tuesday is our PTSD book club. Yep. Yep. And if you know anybody who, if you are benefiting a lot from these podcasts, make sure you share them with other people or other um, groups online for people who will benefit because we're really trying to reach as many people as we can and really strengthen that belief in the community, in society, in the world that it is possible, 100% possible to make transformations like Jenny and completely turn your life around really quickly. So if you benefit from this, please share it with 
everybody who, who you think would uh, benefit from it. Yeah, or actually I have one last thing to say, I guess, that we don't usually say. Sure. If you're someone who's <clears throat> maybe just listening, I don't know, who's who's overcome PTSD, because time and again we run into people that are just like, hey, love your stuff. Um, I overcame PTSD a handful of years ago through this, that, and the other thing, and um, just want to say you're doing a great job, right? So there are people that, that have done it that are, are not like, big and famous and like doing all these blogs and like but there are people that have done it so if you're one of those people definitely reach out to us we'd love to hear a little bit more about um you and and share again that belief strengthen that belief in everyone Mm -hmm. so if you're if you're maybe the one percent that's doing that let us know yeah absolutely okay that's all i have that all you have yes ma'am okay back to bed (laughs) no just kidding no (laughs) no say no to say no to bed okay yes (laughs) (laughs) all right everyone We'll talk to you later. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. All right. Bye-bye.